Nobody safe on my mama on my game. We gon' put it in they face. Yeah. Let's get to come outside. Niggas know we stepping night and day. God know I'm stepping out with later. And tell it hurts, it ain't no mercy. That's just how we made it. You heard that church up in my face? It's good, that's how I raise. I told God he gotta forgive me, I'm insane. Okay. Hey. Yeah, I like some MO3. See, I'm not that familiar with him, but yeah. well, that you know, song, he died. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. That song just really kind of, it, it definitely fit with the discussion for the day. So, let's get into it. Hey, ladies. What's up? Hello. How you doing? Good. Look alive, Susan. <laughs> Look alive. Today, welcome to the very V A R Y necessary. Look, who used to say it like that? Welcome to the. I don't know. I done messed up the whole. <laughs> I don't know, but something with somebody was like, eh. well, anyway, welcome <laughs> to the very necessary podcast. And where my hand claps at? Yeah, 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 yeah. See? Yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. We always have the backup. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm tired of this bullshit. <laughs> and we sung moist last week. Yeah, we did. We for, old, for old time's sake. Yeah. That was good. We did. I, I missed it, moist. <laughs> we got to get us a... We got to get us a new... I think I'm going to put the little man... Uh, Voice on or what are these buttons? No, you need to do that, that say, one. You still, still lying? Yes, yes, him. Still? <laughs> oh, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all might hear a new button um, next week when we air. Because, yeah, that just, it tickles me so bad. Because I'm still trying to figure out how people in 2022 grown is still telling Lies ain't nothing new around the sun, y'all. Right, people fact checking and receipt giving, and and they still lying and, and, with fr- with fraudulent receipts. Right. <sighs> I, <y'all, laughs> at, at some point, I, and and I'm an advocate on this. You have to live in your truth. I don't care how ugly it is. Just be honest with yourself, because it just seemed like it just get even. And and I'm I'm gonna go to these these little churns who um they got they so famous on TikTokers. You ever you have you noticed um in the last couple of months all these little TikTokers and Instagrammers, you know, the ones that have all these followers, they so depressed. And so they killing themselves. You know, I follow is it Chick Chicka Chicka Chickaology or something her name I, is? I'm not sure. Um, she's a Instagram and she basically is like one of commit suicide like she went in her life she's that she's that depressed i'm like what why i mean because i guess i like her song crown. I, I like her like i like, I like her. her song crown is 
is everything. And she talks about her struggle and battle with anxiety and depression. So it's like so young. Like you haven't lived life. Like, well, I'm not going to say you haven't lived life. mm -hmm. I don't know what, what happens in their life, in their lives to do that. But you're still young. Like you still Mm -hmm. have this whole world to explore. Right. Like you haven't tapped into. I, I don't think we act life like that. Yet. Now. We didn't act like because we were we outside. Like yes, that? we did. We acted like that. I think we um kind of. It was kind of hidden, and so it was um kind of expressed in fighting, um expressed in other ways, and nobody really. Paid attention. I, right. That. I never paid attention because mm-hmm. I, I didn't see that. But that's why in our generation, it was always told to express yourself. So now we are like, we are the parents. And so now we're telling our children, express yourself, open your mouth and say when something is wrong. So on the, on the low end, they'll express themselves and say something to the parent, mm-hmm. some of their friends. They'll seek counseling on the high end and in between here's, here's social media. And so social media is for socializing and therefore everybody goes on there because they have a platform to express how they're feeling in some kind of way. So they use that as an outlet, whether it's positive or negative. Mm -hmm. Some will say it's positive. Some will say it's negative. It's and just so sad to, to 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 know that young people struggle with depression. It's like it's everybody though. But it's, it's, it it's seems like it's just age. too prevalent now. Because mental health is a, a front factor thing now. In the in um long time ago, it was hush hush and talked about. And I'm glad it is um, front factor. Like right. I'm glad it's not hush hush. I'm glad it's getting mm-hmm. awareness. Mm-hmm. But it just seemed like everybody is affected yeah. by mental illness. Like everywhere you go, mm-hmm. when you when you see something that's out of character, the first thing they say, well, they're mentally disturbed well, or whatever. Wrong. Well, yeah. And yeah. that's probably taking it, um, you know, I guess some people are taking. Using as a handicap or crutch? Yeah, no, I'm not thinking it's using it as a handicap or a crutch. The first thing is, is like, oh, do they suffer from mental illness or um, do they suffer from mental health or is something wrong? So now the first thing, because we're being more trauma informed, the first thing in people's head is, is What's something wrong. wrong. Yeah, they're right, ready to right. diagnose themselves. Right. Well, I don't think either, and some people don't want themselves mm-hmm. diagnosed. So right. some people continue to act out because they have not seeked the help that they need. Because they don't think they need it. Right. And or um, they don't believe in it. Right. right. Yeah. And so then that's where some of the problem comes. Now, some people that do, that have dealt with it and have been dealing with it for a while and since they were younger... That's why some people are shocked when somebody announces, I was diagnosed with bipolar. Well, wow, you was diagnosed with bipolar? We wouldn't have never known because I've been in treatment. And it takes more than one time or two or three times. It takes maybe three or four medication managements to get that person to the point where they can manage themselves. So So, when when does I'm depressed, I'm not having a good week, or maybe I'm not having a good month, 
when does that turn into a diagnosis of she has depression? She suffers from depression. Um, When you go to a professional, a licensed professional that has some kind of science in sociology, social work, psychology, psychiatric, Mm -hmm. something in there, a professional. So then when you go there and you're being assessed or evaluated, Mm -hmm. when they look at all the factors, then that's when they determine a diagnosis. So when does it go from this is a... She's going through something right now. Mm-hmm. This is this is short term. Yeah, just this mood is disorder. this is sad, mm-hmm. which is seasonal, disorder. right? Okay, and then when does it go to? Oh, she's been depressed her whole life. So then, this is the actual. You know, every time she comes back, years and years and years down the road, well, she has a diagnosis of depression. So. And, mm-hmm. and I'm going to use this as an example. Mm-hmm. My husband died, right, mm-hmm. several years ago. Mm-hmm. Of course I'm going to be depressed after he dies. Mm-hmm. However, I don't want to go to my therapist and have him give me a diagnosis of depression mm-hmm. because it's normal for me to be depressed after they a, a major loss. You, they shouldn't give you a diagnosis See, that's what I'm depression. saying. What determines? That's, that's why I keep saying it's a professional. Right. So they're going to assess you. Mm-hmm. What we do is assess Mm -hmm. and see exactly what's going on in your life. Mm -hmm. And then they will sometimes have a team of people, a treatment team of people. They will staff the case and say, well, I want to give the diagnosis of A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Because it can change, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. because you have a DSM. Well, now it's five. So now you have DSM five. You look and make sure that the criteria that you are um, going to diagnose that person with is within that person and what you saw when you when you evaluated or assessed them. Mm -hmm. So then, if they say, of course, we know that you're going to be sad when you um, when your husband passed away. So some people would put adjustment disorder because guess what. That's a life change. Right. So you got to adjust to the life. Mm-hmm. Now, if the depressed mood continues for a certain amount of time, then that is when a depression disorder should be placed on your records. Only then. Now, if the child has a significant amount of trauma from um, years ago and on in, then, of course, they can be diagnosed with PTSD mm-hmm. um, and adjustment mood disorder. Now, I am not for children being diagnosed with bipolar disorder unless, like, it got to be some extreme circumstances where I see children diagnosed with schizophrenia, bipolar, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't even, and even when I used to assess children, it would take me a minute to, unless they just fit the criteria of ADHD, mm-hmm. I wouldn't even do that. I would um, I would even give them a V code, which is kind of like a life, um, life change code, like a life skills code or something like that, where they're arguing with their parents or disruptive in school or something like that, because that will follow you. So that's why I tell people you got to be, you know, you just got to make sure that you know what you're doing when you're diagnosing people. 
with certain disorders. Well, I have a question about that because um, I know someone that's currently uh, seeking uh, therapy. Mm -hmm. I just don't feel like that person is being honest. How can the therapist? And I feel like that too. A lot of people try to use that as a mask. Yes, mm-hmm. like how to, can you? Oh, I can just tell people I'm depressed, and so that's why I won't clean up. That's why I won't, you know, apply myself in life. That's why I won't do this. That's why I won't do that. Because I think we've made the information so readily accessible that now they're saying, "Oh, well, I can just use this and say some this. people will. Some people can get it." Some people will, hey, it's been some real good fakers. I'm going to say, can you detect it? Some -hmm. some people, you can detect that something's going on with them. What's the real problem here? Like, that's just like somebody who loves to shop when they have an addiction for shopping or like a sex addict. Why are you resulting to resorting to this instead of talking about the problem that you really have? So you're deflecting. And so you want to forget about it. And so you're going to go shop or you're going to go have sex or you're going to go work out. Let's dig in deep and find out exactly what the problem is. Right. So um, I just I, I like when people go to professionals to make sure that they are seeking Um, the help that they need and get the treatment that they need. And like I've said before, even if you have to switch therapists, that's fine. You have to find somebody that you can vibe in jail with. But the thing about it is when you switch, are you switching because they're not um, aligning with uh, what you want them to say? Or are you switching because they really isn't helping? Yeah. yeah, They're neglecting you. They aren't helping you. Yeah, and then this is what used to because all I would work with adolescents and um, and like ten, my niche was ten through a um young adult. So sometimes the parents would get upset because you just want to focus on the child. Mm-mm. When you are you. a child that's in therapy, guess what? You're gonna always have family therapy. I don't care. Oh, they just want the child to have therapy. Mm-hmm. No, and they don't do have that. nothing they don't have nothing to do with you the child. You can't do that. Now you can you have your separate you can have your parent, separate therapy. Yeah. yeah, you can have your separate therapy. But then you because, need to do because family. the parent don't think there's nothing wrong with them. You made it. But you see, made the key. I understand and you we understand that, Yoshi, but some parents feel that there's nothing wrong with me. Don't ask me about nothing. We here to focus on him. Yes, we are here to focus on him, but you're a part of this system. Right. So therefore, you have to come in and That's we have the problem. to discuss. That's the problem. I keep saying. That's the problem. What I keep saying is the parent. You got the child that's out here crying for help. Right. And the parent sitting here. Right. Blaming because, the child. Because they want to leave the child in the psychiatrist's office for an hour while they outside on the phone with their boo. Right. And you understand what I'm saying? Yo, you you got all this shit going on in your life to where, yeah, this he's the problem. And and now his behavior is disrupting your fun time. Right. You That's see that? exactly what's so going the, on. So the baby getting kicked out of school, the baby need all this extra monitoring. You can't keep him at home, which he just crying out for attention because you ain't paying him no damn attention no damn way. And now you still trying to like, ah, damn. So I remember one time um, 
a guy that I consider my mentor and he was talking and he said, so now let's look what's going on when we were born because he's, he's like my parents, our parents age. So he said, when our generation was born, we was the, um, what babies? Uh, we behind the baby boomers. We the micro. Uh-uh, we the, the we drugs, the eighties drugs, kind of like I guess Crack, we were the alcohol. Cocaine. We the yeah, alcohol. We the, yeah, we the fetal alcohol. Yeah, we fetal alcohol. Babies. Babies. Okay, okay. And then because the crack then babies, the came crack babies in came in the eighties. Yeah. Okay, who I missed that? I'm glad the I missed. The crack babies that. came in the eighties. <laughs> Here the nineties babies. So the ninety and two thousand babies, they calling them the Perk and Molly. Yeah, children. the pill babies. Yeah. So don't they act like it? Yeah. I don't know. Or is it the parents still on the? Burke and Molly, that they can't control their children and and discuss what parenting is. I just think it comes from, you know, kids don't go to. It's 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 a different it's a different it, setup. It it's is the parents. Well, no, I hold on. Yeah, it can be the parents, but we know since the beginning of time. People have come from dysfunctional households mm-hmm. and still have um, thrived in life. There's it's, this, it's, this it's dysfunctional, but they had it's some type of structure. And it's still here with these kids. You still went to church with dysfunction. Yeah. Yeah, you did. You still, you know. Yep. Yeah, but, but these kids, and, right, and that's boy. why I picked that song at the beginning of the show, because... I'm scared of these little children. It ain't too many things I'm scared of in life, but I'm scared of, I kind of refer to them, and I I don't really care who get offended by it, but, and if this don't apply to your child, don't take offense to it. Mm -hmm. The only time people get offended is when it touch their ass. So it's like the walking dead. I, I don't see the soul and the emotion in a lot of these churns. And so when I see a child, like I work with children every day. So when I was having a whole conversation with a little girl the other day, and we were talking about vibes and elevation and vibration and, and um, you know, just knowing good energy and not receiving bad energy, mm-hmm. that did something to me. I felt like I was talking to a human being again. I don't have conversations like that with millennials and Gen Zers on a regular basis because the ones that come and sit in my chair and get their hair done, they're on the phone the whole time. They don't have a conversation with me. They want to get back to the phone. They want to get back to TikTok, Instagram. What I'm saying, they ain't feeling. See what I'm saying? I want to know, based on your experience growing up, did you feel like the kids around you, something was wrong with them or everybody was just being kids? Because for me, I didn't see a lot of the things that's going on now. I mm-hmm. Maybe because I was just not aware of no. my surrounding. No. But I just feel like we were being kids. Like we played outside, of course. We were, we were the last generation to be outside. Yeah. But I just felt like... Our fun was not about what these kids are getting into today. I think um, I think it was there. Like I said, I think it was just kind of shush. 
You know, um, I think it was quiet about it. I think it. We we had our own normal. They were masked to say if you say something, um, I'm gonna get you. Um, So, and if they talked about it, don't tell you know, don't tell my business. Which parents still tell Mm -hmm. children, don't tell my business. Um, Don't tell my business because you gonna have all of us taken away. Um, I think with that is why now some of the parents today. And, in, you know, since we are the parents now of these children and, you know, grandparents of these children, I think that we have taught them to express themselves. And so, like I said before, on the low end, we're going to express that the children now are going to express themselves and then they'll express themselves to their parents or the or the teachers or have you. But then you have some other kids in the middle and the high end who will get on these devices as Yoshi was talking about, because it is a platform and they will express themselves to any and everybody because of course they are on it. They have what they call screen time. And so they see it all the time and they was like, okay, well I'm going to get on here and express myself too. So they just look at it as another communication tool because after all, it is social media. And so I go back to who teaches them about this tool and when to use it. Who should be responsible in teaching that? The parent. But if the, if the parent always. It's okay. the parent. And then well, look how the young parent. these kids are with the tool. Oh. Right. Because Five at one and six two, years old. And I'm about to say at one and two years old, them children can knock your phone oh, off my so they grandson, can see honey, he Dora the Explorer. To. Yeah. Yes. But when you say the phone is used as a communication tool Mm -hmm. or or an entertainment for them, Mm -hmm. I feel like it's also a way for them to hide. Because Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if they got their phone up and they in their phone, I don't have to talk to the people around me. Right. Um, I don't have to um, engage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't have to have them ask me questions or, or find out. And it's because it's now we, we don't feel like we want to disturb him on the phone. Right. So I just feel like this is, I feel like. It's a distraction. Yeah. So uh, families need to sit at the table, have dinner, and put the phone down. Right. There's need, there need to be, if your child needs a phone at school, the phone needs to be taken when he gets home. Right. I, I feel like maybe from five to eight. The child should not have the phone. Have a phone, period. And then, I mean, if even, you want to give them from eight to nine, just depending on how old the right. child is, and then that's it's a wrap, right? Screen time, yeah. and that's what they're no talking more. about. Screen time, meaning um, cell phone, TV, tablets. How much screen time a child should have? And if now I haven't, I got to brush up on my own research. But when I was in the field doing therapy. It was like maybe one to two hours a day that your child should have screen time. That means from the game, from um, from the phones, all that stuff, TV, all that should be done in like two hours. That's it. You should only have two hours of screen time a day. And then you only should the, be able to call your parents or 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 nine one one during school but hours. Here is the thing. That's the whole thing. Like it's it's the parents. It is the parents. It's the parents that the parents have to lay down that law about what the child, their child should do. Because it's, it is some children out here 
that are Boom. not so connected to this device. They're out there doing yeah. things. Like when I told you now, I've lived in my neighborhood, it'll be 12 years this year. It was rarely that many children um, that was outside, um, you know, throughout the neighborhood. But now I got some neighbors, those kids, it, it's, it, it warms my heart because I mm-hmm. see them riding bicycles. Mm-hmm. I see them playing um, football. I see them um, doing kickball. You know, I, I love it. Now, I heard they've been going to do the little knock-knock on the door and run. Mm-hmm. Now, I know the um, the uh, neighbors are upset about it, but I'm happy but to they, hear that's that. What we did. Because right. that's what children do. do. So, so, my thing is, between the ages of 11 and 17, what is there to do? What is there for the kids to do? Now, you want to talk about locally? Vaughn, or mm. you want to say nationally? Nothing. Not around here. Well. That that doesn't break the pocket. Because every parent can afford um, a lot of uh, the. What is that? The little jump house. The place, jump places. Right. The skating ring. Skating. Yeah. You know. So um, I was venting the other day because um, everybody out there, um, our, our state, and well, really our city, has been um, dealing with a problem that they've always had, but they never admit to that they have a problem with the youth. They have a with keeping the youth engaged. Look what just happened this week. Right, and that's what I was about to say. You know, we've had several shootings. We had a young man, a 17-year-old young man down in the southeast um, area of our county, and then now we have a 16-year-old young man that's right down the street from where we Record. Um, record that has been killed and two of them are still fighting for their life. And so my problem is, is that we have people that want to engage our youth that's ready and willing that all they need is startup or the grants that you all have in this state to provide these nonprofits to give the money we have so many nonprofits here that every nonprofit could touch each area in this county and the rural counties. But you want to give your money to the same people, the same nonprofits who's only touching just just a corner of this county. And it's a problem. Right, it is. It's a big problem. Because it's the where, good old boy system. Yeah, where are the after-school programs where where are you know the boys and girls club funding fees where the parent um only has to pay like three dollars a week? Inflation is here and everything is going up. I understand that, but we got to help those working parents. We got to help them. We have to help them. There's nothing here for this to be the capital of this state. There is nothing here. For these young children to do. My child is now a young adult. So I've seen it from age. From 2003. 2002 since I moved here. All the way up to now. Everything is shutting down. Skating rings. Um, programs uh-huh. that and you want to And the reason why fund. they're shutting down. Is because the violence is taking over yeah, everything. Because they, and they swear they'll take the funding. But then the kids they'll are take not the really. They're not being active. in when we had. Um, what Red the, Wing? No mm-hmm. not Red Wing. Mm-hmm. When, when YOLO mm-hmm. was having. 
back to school. Uh, oh, they the participation. They never came. Yeah. Because and then the thing is, Unless sometimes you have to go to where they're at, meaning like the area where the young man was killed um, here the other day. Mm-hmm. Like you have to go in the neighborhoods. And I know that's probably... Some people will say that's enabling the parents in a sort of way, but sometimes you do have to meet people where they're at because they don't lack of transportation. You know, it, it's just so many things that I can just think of. But it's sad because they can get to anywhere they want to go when they're ready to go. When they're ready and to go. And then when it's time to do something right. that benefits their children, they they, they, don't they have handicap. No they're handicapped. Yeah. Going it's back the to the parents. But see, the parent now, you know, where it was when we was growing up. And I think we're the last Vaughn where we was growing up where somebody could say something to you. You're right. And don't and, try it now. Right. Right. Now. Yeah. Don't do that. Mr. Johnny and Miss Sue could say something to you and then go back and you can get in trouble with them. Then you go back and get in trouble with your grandma, your mama and everybody else. Oh, they gonna tell, I'm gonna tell your mama. Right. Get you and then tell your mama. Now yeah. you can't tell. Um. You can't tell me nothing about my child. What you going to tell me? You better get out my face. But even if I was to go into, let's say I went to Ames Manor. Ames Manor is a local, uh, you know. Subsidized Yeah, subsidized housing mm-hmm. neighborhood. Say I went out there and I just, in my car, you know, decided I'm going to get five little girls free hairdos this week. Mm-hmm. And I went out there and I rolled up on some little girls and say, hey, um, who does your hair? I'm a hairstylist. I do hair. You want to ask your mom if she you she let you come to the shop and get your hair done this week? So you go inside and you ask her, and I and I'll start going to individual little girls. Number one, people gonna be looking at me like, who is this lady? Right out here talking That's to these kids, thing. right? And looking at me sideways, like I can't just be a good person. Not wanting no to do more. wanting to do something yeah. good for these kids. Like mm-hmm. I, t- I might tell the lady, I'm a I'm a round them up at nine o'clock. Meet me in front of the the um apartment uh community door, mm-hmm. and I'll pick them all up. I'll I'll feed them. I'll do their hair, yep. and I'll have and them I, back, and by- I'll bring them back to you. Yep, mm-hmm. I promise you. If I recruited five. One, maybe two will be out there waiting. And see, the thing is now, the reason why, because we have so many predators and people taking advantage of. Or then I'll be, or then I'll be a sex trafficker. What she want to pick up? What she want to pick up? Right. And that's what I'm saying. It's so many predators. So when people do go in and do good, you have to kind of be vetted to say, this is, this is me. You um, can read everything here. This is where we'll be. Or even if you say. Yeah. Bring them to you my bring salon. Them. You, bring you bring them. Yes. Yeah. That way you can come coming. in. That way you could come in, look around. See, I got cameras. See what's going on. Right. I don't want everybody so, in my childhood. But let me tell you what my cousins and them did down there in Albany. They, um, every year now, and I think it's been going on for 10 years, they do back to school haircuts mm-hmm. and they braid. They don't, they just braid the children's hair. They don't um like style it. Cause of course it'll probably take a little bit longer. So them, um, all the barbers on us, it's on a Sunday and it's probably that Sunday before they go back to school. Um, the barbers in Albany, um, and some stylists, mm-hmm. all of them get together at different locations in Albany and they do the hairstyles and the haircuts for the little babies. 
in the area. And it's a beautiful thing. And they come, and I think they sign, They have a list, so the children are signed up. Um, and it is, like I said, it's been going on for about 10 years now, and it's pretty good. And so now, of course, they're getting exposure, so every year it's like, okay, mm-hmm. um, the annual um, haircuts and, and braiding yeah. mm-hmm. is going on. I mean, that's on. nice. Yeah. It's real nice. So, I mean, you, I mean, Yoshi is an idea. Maybe, you know, you can get some barbers and some um hairstylists or some professional braiders here that don't mind you know doing a select group of children's hair and then you can um promote it in certain areas or whatever whatever area y'all want to um promote it in and do that before the children go back to school and we can give out the supplies and all that kind of stuff i mean it's, it's it's a good idea and it's one that i think that is needed yeah, because these kids like, and then you can you can talk like to seeing, them. Yeah, I don't like seeing little girls. Mm-hmm. I I just don't feel like little girls. I'm I'm partial to little girls. Little girls love me, and I love little girls because mm-hmm. I was one of them little girls who my mama just ain't have it. It was five of us, and I was the oldest. So you know, until I could get a job and and fend for myself, and this is why I had to learn how to do hair mm-hmm. because all my girlfriends was going to the hairdresser. And my mama didn't have the money to send me to the hairdresser. Right. And I had always had a flair for doing hair. So I learned how to do my own hair, just as good as the hairdresser. Then I learned how to do my friend's hair. And then I opened up my own, own goddamn beauty shop in my room. Right. Yeah. Yep. So you used to puff up my ponytail, I, honey. Right. Honey, Put honey, it in the microwave, it down. And my bang. But my thing is, I don't feel like kids can really thrive like they want to when they feel that they're at a disadvantage to everyone else. You you can look at them and see, I, I'm not sure of myself. I feel different. I don't feel as loved. I don't feel as important because I don't have the Jordans. I don't have the, 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 the pink and the red braids that hang down in my booty like my friend. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. let me tell you, shout out to Don Staley, head coach of the 2022 um, Women's Andy Basketball. Yes, yes, yes. Let's applause that. Yes. So, and I want to say the correct name for it, but Don Staley has a nonprofit where she provides shoes for elementary um, school age children, new shoes every year. So she collaborated with um, the Junior League of Columbia, mm-hmm. which is a wonderful organization, women's organization here. And and uh, what's his name? Ray Tanner. I think his name is Ray Tanner. Um, down there at he's the um, athletic director at USC. Um, so they got together. She provides the shoes. Um, he provides jeans, uniforms if they wear them at the school, and tops, and sweaters, coats, underwear, and socks. And he did it for what they call the 29203 area, which is called the Eau Claire Cluster yeah. mm-hmm. of um, locally here in South Carolina. So she has something like that, and she always likes to look for um events where she can donate the shoes and we're talking about nice shoes we're talking about nikes um new balances mm. all of them so um when i was working with the school district um 
the four years that I was there, I was a part of that. And I was a part of where she would come in and bring the shoes and they would bring like the socks and underwear, which were like the socks were under armor. Um, the underwear was like Fruit of the Loom because I didn't know they had a Fruit of the Loom plant in Somerville. Did y'all know mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so they would bring all that in. And, I mean, once again, um, we would get maybe, we would get a pretty good turnout, but not the turnout that I would probably would expect. Um, and then you would have all these, you know, stuff left over, and then they would divide them up amongst the schools, the elementary mm-hmm. schools in that cluster. And so those children can have that um, stuff once they come to school. That is real nice, it. but, mm-hmm. again, I just feel like only so many people can only do but so much. Right. It takes more. And as a community. Right. I, I think about that, too. Like, what can we do as a community? I know you, what you mentioned, um, doing the hair, mm-hmm. you know, reaching out to the young girls. But but that's why I want to mentor young women. Because, well, number one, I, I don't really vibe with little kids like that unless they little kids that, you know, actually belong to me and I have a relationship with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I felt like if we started mentoring to the young women, who are becoming the mothers to these children, mm-hmm. once you instill a core values into them, let's go back to graduation night. So mm-hmm. our niece graduated from aesthetic school, and mm-hmm. she is just an amazing 27-year-old. Yes, she is. At this graduation, there were another set of people there, a little girl celebrating her birthday. I don't know how old she was, but damn it, I was so I'm I'm tired of y'all making me feel like this. So it's probably about 10 people, and I'm parked next to them. Cars smell like the loudest loud I ever smelled in my life. I, I thought I was high. So y'all got this going on in the truck. Y'all gonna go in the wait a minute. Not at the not at the not at the school in the parking lot. We went to dinner. We went to dinner. We were in a very nice neighborhood. Forest Drive, mm-hmm. so this old money. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they already don't like us out there. Right. However. But they got new money, though. Yeah. I had to say that. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> you know, when you're in, in, in them parts that they, right. they letting you come here, so you better behave while you're here, I, I expect a level of decorum. Because I'm going to be on my best behavior. I'm going to be on my best behavior wherever because I'm representing my mother. However, I just feel like in certain atmospheres, you got to make sure your face look all the way right. Everything need to be clean. All the crust out your eyes. Lick your lips. You Make sure it's right. But they were, they had this music playing loudly, trap music. And I listen to trap music, but I'm not going listen to listen to it in the parking lot of the restaurant. And I'm not going to twerk outside my car. Granted, the little girl celebrating her birthday. She happy. I'm happy for you. But there is a way and a style and a taste and a a responsibility in in all things you do. Right. And I ain't saying you got to fake it. Just, damn. It's just like I grew up with grandmothers, aunties, mothers, and even when I saw them not doing the right thing, they still said, 
Now, I know I ain't doing what I'm supposed to be doing, but that don't mean I don't want you to do the same thing as me. I want you to be better than me. Uh I tell all the girls, I cuss. I show out sometimes, but at the same time, I know how to be a lady. I do. Sometimes I want to be gloating. Sometimes I want to be Yosh. But when it's time for me to pull it together and hold it together, you got to just know. And I don't feel like it's been taught. And I feel like now with social media and the mamas is just not really mamas no more. They more like big sisters and your home girl. Well, they they are accepting um, those behaviors because that's pretty much either they. I guess they say right. if I can't beat them, join them. I mean, I'm I'm gonna take it to the the know. level, the most simplistic level as possible. Me and my best friend talked about this the other week when we grew up and we was 14 years old. We had a motherfucking girdle on a Spanx. Mm-hmm. You're not walking around. With your ass jiggling. You're not walking around with your stomach hanging out the bottom of your shirt looking like Dora the Explorer. You're not walking around with your titties down to your knees. Because if you did, and, and back in the day, honey, we wore stockings. Uh, nah, y'all I, would, I never liked Y'all stockings. wouldn't even know what it, you don't, you don't like them, but you had them on, them. didn't you? Never like all right. Well, at a certain age, in. I couldn't wear stockings. Right, but, but as there me, were. I had to wear socks. Yeah, you had to wear right. socks until you was like. Well, I know. I think I was thirteen or fourteen. Now I could do tights. Yeah, I, I think wear I was tights, thirteen or fourteen, but I couldn't wear. But the fact but, but, is that but the, the fact that the matter is right. It was appropriate. So now we've gone to the age where nobody don't wear spanks no more. Sometimes y'all don't even wear drawers. Sometimes y'all won't even put on a bra. Sometimes y'all won't even put on clothes. You're going to get out the bed and go in the food line or the Walmart with your uh, pajamas on. You you wear your little furry house slippers outside the house. You wear your stinky bonnet outside the house. But you got some lashes on. Oh, shit. Ain't no child need to be wearing lashes. I'm sorry. And you know what? I'm so sorry. Yeah, no I child want y'all to wear lashes. And everybody was talking about the interview, so that's why I went I went back and uh, listened to it. Trick, Trick Daddy. Daddy addressed everything we talking about right now. Every single thing. And he no child like, need to be wearing weave in their head. He uh, was like, it's ridiculous. It is. How old were you when you stopped wearing your hair in like bowls or, or stop? Wearing bows? Yeah. I think maybe fourth grade, fourth or fifth. And then you would wear like a bun or a simple hairstyle. Um, nothing, nothing, dread, no wigs, right? Because you know, you, y'all, yeah, I didn't These get kids a, wearing wigs. You know, I did not. They I wearing wigs, girl. A, I did not get a relaxer until we moved here. Lace fronts? Oh, they wearing lace fronts. Yeah. Yeah. Lashes, lace fronts. I couldn't even get a relaxer until I moved here, like seventh grade. I couldn't. But Mama, it's, I, it's all to keep wouldn't. up because that's why mm-hmm. these little girls is out here doing stuff with grown men that they ain't got no business because they trying to buy lashes. They trying to buy hair. Mm-hmm. And as a mother, why your daughter need uh, 30 inches of hair hanging down to her butt? I look at my, um, I look at our, um, our number one person in my friend, Paula. And how she raises her daughter. Mm-hmm. It's a total difference. 
total difference. Very, she has on. She doesn't even like allow like her to wear a certain type of name brand clothing or anything that's, you know, that if it just looks wrong, you're not going to see her in it. She always, she's just very respectable, very covered How up. How old is she? Um, 16. Okay. Or 17. She might be turning 17. Yeah, 17. She turned 17. So, I mean, she's not, you don't ever see her like in like short shorts, mini skirts, none of that stuff. Because guess what? Paula don't play that. And you know, At all. I, I've never experienced Paula's daughter, but um, I love Tisha's daughter because yes. she's so, it's like she's so pure. It's like you can look at her and just tell. The your that sister, she, she just want to have yes, That okay. she just wants to be a young woman right. and have good experiences and live a good life. Mm-hmm. And it, you you know how somebody, you can just see mm-hmm. the, the beauty in them because they're not so covered up with all of this these falsities of the world right mm-hmm. right and, and just mean, so absorbed by right. you know all the social media and the mm-hmm. bull when was the last time a 13 through an 18 year old just took every night that they got out of school and read a book until the time they went to there's bed there's some out there they are few and far in between. No, no, I think it's more than what I think. What's being put in the forefront are the girls that that are out there with the lashes and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Because I've seen young ladies. I believe even, they are out there. They are. I know and they are. In, even in the in my organization, they have what is called gyms, mm-hmm. and they work with these young ladies every month. Mm-hmm. And the the young ladies that are in there are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So I think what we always do is just put the. These girls that's, you know, doing what they do um, out in the forefront. And then you still have those young ladies that are doing what they do. Like, example, like, um, like, please hold. <laughs> yeah, um. But to to answer that, to to respond yeah. to that is, I feel like these yeah. girls um, that are the gems, yeah, they are not, um, they're not the it girls. You yeah. know, they want the it girls are the girls with the lace fronts, the girls with the lashes. I when think, I say it, I'm not yeah, saying that they I are the. So. It. They're the girls they um, society says says is you know yeah. this is what we need to be. And so that's why you you have to make sure that those girls in the background are getting the attention and and the stuff that they need and the accolades that they are right. they are indebted to get because they're doing everything that they're and not saying that the girls because hey I've seen it where the girls with the um eyelashes and all of that they're just as smart and everything right. they just you know. Yeah, not taking just, that not, away, not taking, not taking away, from away from, yeah, yeah, that away from them, but you don't need that. Like, yeah, who is supplying you? Yeah. But I mean, they may, at, they may have a job and they may be buying it for themselves, but is that acceptable for you? And just because you have the money to buy it, is that, a, it, why does your mother a, feel like it's okay. that that's right. okay for you? Prime example, every mm-hmm. damn year. Since maybe about 10 years ago, mm-hmm. it just seemed like prom time. 
You seen the dresses? Well, this year prom was not bad. Well, it start. I think it starts. Well, it started last weekend, but I think there. And I think um, our alma mater starts um, it's Saturday. Friday, Saturday. So okay. they look like Vegas showgirls now. But yeah. Albany, um, they just had theirs, and those now them girls. I have to um, admit, half of them that I saw, they were covered up this year. Yeah, this year was wasn't so up. so far. Mm-hmm. It, it hasn't yeah. been bad. Very ballroom gown type. I'm just trying to understand at what point did your mamas have to go out here and spend a thousand dollars on prom? Oh, child! Now know. that is the going. That is the going thing. Well, Those the dresses. At, at, speaking, at of, speaking, of, speaking of money, baby showers. And I know I don't want to yeah. get off subject, but Trick Daddy talked about. I'm that talking too. about the, ten thousand dollar baby showers. Baby showers is turning in the They're beautiful. They're beautiful. Is 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 elegant. Is and is put together well. But what happened to the baby shower at the house with the hot dogs and little Bond. smokies? Trick and Daddy said. And the devil eggs. Yeah. Trick Daddy said, why y'all paying all this money for the gender reveal? What is that about? Everything that we're talking about. He said that as well. But this he my thing. He said it doesn't make sense to use up all that money. No. He said the gender reveal, $5,000. Right. The baby shower, $10,000. And then the baby going to be two and months then, old and mom and daddy going to be arguing on the phone about, nigga, where you going to make some pebbles over here? Right. Y'all done spent all the pamper money at the gender reveal in the baby <laughs> uh-huh. shower. And then, here he go another one. Here go another one for you. Hold on. So, Lord beautiful. have mercy. She's so beautiful. They, when they, when they, um, Lord, she done made me lose my train of thought. Now, when they have the damn baby shower and do all of this, and the, and the girl and the boy probably ain't even together no more. They just coming up there for face. Guess who gonna wind up raising the baby? Grandma. The great grandmama. No, because grandma running the street oh, too. Oh, God. I so forgot. her mama, yeah. the one gonna have a little baby. So y'all done did all this shit for great grandmama baby. Because that's who baby it is now. <laughs> I'm serious. Glodine ain't that grandma. I, I'm not. It ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna happen. But You're right. I just wanted to. It ain't to, gonna happen. I wanted to just touch on. <laughs> it's so gonna happen. I have a, I have a niece <laughs> who's right behind. Um, and don't let it be a little boy. It's over. Now you, we off subject. I ain't no, no, we ain't off subject. But but you right. No, it's that over. that little boy. Child, they gonna be matching shirts. Everything, everything. she's gonna retract. She go gonna ahead. have the little dress. He gonna have a little Anyways, polo to match the dress. Anyways. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Okay. Empty who? <laughs> so you gonna now, see the little pictures on TV. I mean, on, on Facebook. I want to talk about, and <laughs> our last little ten minutes. I want to talk about the, the the Walking Dead again, cause I just feel like they don't have no personality. They really don't. The little children. Oh my God! You found the Walking Dead. Yeah, they mali- They don't. I don't. I don't vibe with them, cause they different. They don't have. I don't feel like they have a personality. And if they do, it's just. It's very hidden. I think this little device that I'm even holding in my hand, I think the text messaging and all of that stuff has really just taken away the the um the face to face communication. Right. I, I just I really do. I think this device has just really crippled all of us. I took Michaela out one day and you know, she's saying to me and, and I have a very friendly niece. She's she's bubbly. She has a lot of personality, and I just love her. She's amazing. And so she says, Auntie, 
I want to go talk to this little girl over here. Um, can I walk over and say hi and introduce myself? So I said, yes. So we walk over there and I, I asked the mother first, hey, can my niece, you know, introduce herself to your daughter? We're, we're in the area where they can play and talk. So she said, okay, but she's shy. And um, so Michaela introduces herself. The little girl is surprised. Like, why is she talking to me? But she's receptive. I think she really wanted to say something, but she didn't know how. And, you know, Michaela's kind of like, well, she don't seem like she want to talk too much. So, all right, auntie, let's go. Because she was trying to, like, draw conversation out of her. And so as we were leaving, the little girl said, wow, mommy, she was so brave to just come over and start talking like that. I would never be able to walk up to people and just talk to them and want to be their friends like that. How old was uh, uh, Michaela's way? Eight. Eight, okay. What? Mm. Why is that brave? Why couldn't you see yourself walking up to another little girl introducing yourself? Do you know when I was a little girl, I walk up to people in my neighborhood? But see, hey. you just said it when you were Yeah, a when girl. I was a little girl. But but Michaela is me. Michaela is mm-hmm. the little version of me. So she can walk up to anybody. I mean, she knows not to walk but up to a grown-up. something to say she, about her mother and her dad. Right. Because they're teaching her, you know, to be friendly and open right. and engage in people when she... But this is how I say these children. And Michaela's on a timeline for that phone and that tablet. There you go. So, yeah, it's off limits. Now, I'm on the timeline. Yeah, you have to. I think you said us, that. Us yeah. as grown people, we have to. Mm-hmm. So it, it was just disheartening to me. Mm-hmm. Like, even now, I walk up to young ladies and be like, hey, I like your shoes. I like this. I like that. And they look at me like I'm crazy. And I just ultimately want to make a connection mm-hmm. and and engage because I don't want to not like y'all. Mm-hmm. Like, it's sometimes I see them in little groups and I make a little <sighs> ugly face and I be like, look at them. Damn fuckers. And I don't want to <laughs> feel like that because these my children. I mean, they, they I didn't not, give birth to they them. Be good. But they just look like they up to no good. They look like they being bad. Like, some of them was, it was three little boys behind me in the CVS one day, and they was cussing so bad. Oh, they don't care. And and now, I'm a cusser. Yes, I am. But I'm 45 years old, and I work my behind off, and I got uh, old lady problems. So, for them three little young boys to be behind me cussing like they got a whole mortgage and work the night shift at the hospital... <laughs> And 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 about to get divorced and paying child support. That was too much for me. I said, "Hey, hey, hey, sugar, sugar, I'm a I'm a grown up." Well, did they look at you crazy? Yeah, they did. Yeah, I'm a grown up. And one thing about me, I'm 45, but I don't cuss in front of grown ups. Now, if the grown ups listening to the show, shame on you because you know it's gonna come out. But when I'm in front of my mama, Sue, mama, Miss Linda, I'm I'm gonna. Watch what I say. I'm going to watch how I say things because right. I have respect for my elders. Right. And I'm trying to res- explain to these little young men, yes, yeah, level of decorum you right. use in front of your elders. Right. You don't F-bomb all in front of people. But if, see, they should have been slip, taught that. Right. And if one slip, you say, excuse me, ma'am. Excuse me. They looking at me like I'm crazy. 
I'm I'm just like, you know what? Never but mind. you got to be careful, Yosha, because these kids, they will pop you. If you feel mm-hmm. like if they feel like you're getting in in their in their way, what? even with telling them, you know, hey, right. now everyone, there are certain ones that I just look at and I say, yeah, I ain't even touching that shit over there. But because of where we were and what they looked like, I felt like I could it was OK say for you to say. Yeah. So when I did say something to them, they were like, uh, all right, my bad, which that wasn't even an appropriate apology, but I'll take that because y'all don't know no better. Because cause apparently somebody didn't even tell you, excuse me, ma'am, I apologize. Somebody didn't even teach you that. Yeah. So I'll just take the my bad. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, we used to watch watch what we say when uh, someone come near. These kids are just different. They are very, they, very different. They don't care. They don't. Well... I can definitely tell you, I I have witnessed um, a mother and their children just cussing. I mean, casual conversation, mm-hmm. and it, it was okay. I, I don't care how old you are, like, and I'm not knocking. Okay, let me say this: I'm not knocking any parent and how they handle their child. That's how you handle your child. Mm-hmm. You know, I have my opinion, and mm-hmm. it's just my opinion. I can't control what you do. I can't make you do um, change how you parent your child. Correct. But I don't care if I'm 44 years old. I'm not going to sit there and have um, smoke. I don't care if it's a cigarette. I'm not going to smoke. I'm not going to um, drink in front of mm-hmm. my parent. Right. Or with them. Or, w- or with them. In front of or with them. Now, I do. I will. I have had a glass of wine mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. my mom. Yeah. Before, mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna sit there and have shots get get drunk. And I'm, no, not shot. I'm not gonna do that yeah. because I have reverence to my my mother. Mm-hmm. That's my mother. At the end of the day, I'm not gonna do that, and that's mm-hmm. just how I am and how I was raised. Mm-hmm. Now, some people can can do feel that. comfortable yeah. with their child and 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 do that. Mm-hmm. Some people wait till the child turn what twenty one. We gonna have a drink together. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That's that's you. But I couldn't do it. Not get pissed and drunk though. With I could, yeah. And I couldn't sit there and share weed yeah. <laughs> with my child. Like yeah. I, I'm not gonna do it Mm-mm. because at the end of the day, now the child and the parent feel like they equal. Right. Right. So, but that even comes mm-mm. down to when they're small. You remember how we were told to get out the room when adults were having conversations, right? Now they sit in the room, they all in the midst of the conversation. And give their opinion. They, right. Think everything is cute. They know too much. Let the children be children. They don't need to be adults at eight, nine, ten, right. and take on adult problems. That's why they that's why they depressed. Right. That's why. They they're too busy taking on Control of what the parent's supposed to be doing. Either that or they have too many things accessible to them to where it's overkill now. Mm-hmm. Like, I got so much that I'm, it's, I can't be satisfied anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I've gotten every Xbox. Do they even play with Xboxes anymore? Mm-hmm. I think they so. got a new yeah. one yeah. that just came out. So now out they got every year. game that there is to get. They get every pair of clothes that they need to get. They get every this, every that. 
at what point does this child get, have to get it out the mud and understand this is how you develop a love of God because you can go through your reign and just know God is still present. Mm-hmm. God still loves me because regardless of what I'm going through, it's not going to last forever. Mm-hmm. It's like now, oh, I didn't get my way. I just want to die. Kill me. One time, one time, little Bobby. Damn. They drastic like that. It's, I, I just, so. It's complicated. It, yeah. it, it it's really very complicated. complicated. It's it really complicated. But it all starts at home and with the parents. Can it we does. all agree on that? I will agree. Start with the parents. We got to, you so, know. Yeah, that's going to wrap up our show. Um, y'all gonna tell us where to find us and all that good stuff. Yeah, you can catch us on Instagram. We are at the very V A R Y Necessary Podcast. You can also catch us on um Spotify, Amazon Music, I what is it? iHeart. iHeartRadio, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So yeah. And I'll also send us an also very necessary letter. We would love to hear from you, hear what you have to say. Our email is the very V A R Y necessary podcast at gmail.com. And yeah, check us out. Send us some, uh, send us some cash apps. No, we look, we need to worry about our lunch no more. Can you send us some cash app money so we can <laughs> feed the churn? Oh, yeah. We might want to buy them a little sandwich or something. Because we're going to do something special for these little babies in our neighborhood next month. I don't know what YOLO going to put together, but we're going to do something special since we uh honoring this show in their names. Yeah. Um, take and some, make them take some Chick-fil-A sandwiches out there to the hood or something. I don't want to end with this before you um go to... Parents, get involved with your children. Know what they're doing. Know who they're around. Um, find out who, you know, what they're into. I, I just think there's a disconnection when it comes to, and it's, I think, I want to say it's the young children that are having children um, that there's a disconnection with raising those children. Because you, when, it's just sad. Like I don't even I don't even know like what can we do right. as a as a community, as a unit, as as you know, my brother's keeper. And Vaughn to to help save these kids, you know? Right. And Vaughn, you was uh, you were starting to say that earlier and my response it it has to take everybody. It has to take the city leaders, it has to take law enforcement, it has to take the parents, it has to take the children. And um, even our city chief said it. It is. It has to start with the neighborhoods, with the people in the neighborhood saying, "It's enough." Speak up. This is enough. It, Don't live just, in fear. I know I, it's. I know it can be hard, but you have to protect everyone around you. You do. And 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 the and the ones that are out there, yep. they need protection too. But it's going to. It has to take. All of us. So I have to take all of us. All right. Let's take us on out. 
Um, so you know the drill. Every week, please do something for your physical, financial, social, spiritual, emotional, and mental health. Why? Because self-care is very necessary. We out. We out. Oh, I would not be ready, huh? Got a fucking love, I'm in the streets, yeah. Trying to take the weight, it's hurt inside of me. You just got to come outside. God, I need a second chance. Knowing that I love you, but sometimes I do the devil dance. Lost a couple of my partners, so I'm sliding out of whoever ain't. Drop one of them niggas when I kill them, call the reverend, yeah. Cause no weapon formed against me shall prosper, yeah. Yeah, I know I'm clutching on this chopper, yeah. Waiting on them boys outside. I'm scared to come outside.